As an athlete looking to compete, you're always striving to improve yourself and try to reach your optimal performance level. And you may have heard this analogy before. I've heard it being applied to bigger life goals, but it's trying to simplify this into a simple equation. Think about math. In this analogy, we're gonna say the number 10 represents optimal performance. And if you think about that number 10, think about how many equations, infinite number of possibilities, can get you that outcome of 10 that represents optimal performance. The bottom line here is that there's so many different individual paths that can get you to your peak performance. There's not just one way to do it, and it may not even be the same journey or same path as someone else. That's what I wanna dive into today and just give some knowledge and education that there's so many individual things that you can do to reach your peak performance. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. For all of my new listeners, thank you for tuning in for another episode. You're in the right place to hear about all of these topics, strategies, tips, and conversations that deal with optimizing human performance. And for all of my returning listeners, thank you again for tuning in for another week. And for everyone out there, if you haven't heard some of the previous episodes, go check them out on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. There's been a lot of great guest interviews, guests who've come on, shared their stories. We learn a lot from their experiences and their journey, and it's always something that we can learn and apply to our own journey. And of course, there's solo episodes, one like today, where I cover a bite-sized chunk about some facet that will help you to perform better. Some facet dealing with injury prevention, rehabilitation, strength and conditioning, sports nutrition, and really everything else that will help you to perform better in your activities and sports. Also, be sure to check out all of the free content on my social media channels, on my website as well. Everything across the board can be found at HNL Movement. And if you want to see some of the video highlight clips of the guest interviews, go check them out on my YouTube channel. You can see short highlight clips that matches the audio that you've been listening to. If you're finding value and benefit from any of this content, be sure to share it with family, friends, coaches, colleagues, teammates, anyone else who's looking to learn more and really elevate their performance. With all of that, let's dive into today's episode. This is something that recently I was thinking more about because there's so many individual questions that I get or I encounter throughout a week. And the real answer is that for each individual, there's a multitude of factors to consider to try to figure out what the best plan is moving forward to achieve whatever goals you have with training, with leveling up for sports, maybe off-season conditioning, maybe dealing with an injury or recovering better, or even with sports nutrition. There's so many individual factors that you have to consider to figure out what is going to be the best plan moving forward. Best meaning the most effective, most efficient way that is actually gonna get you the results that you're looking for. So what made me think about this is somewhere, this was a while ago, I saw, someone relating like life's goals to a quantitative number. And that number represents achieving that goal. And then if you kind of break it down using the concepts from math, 
you can see that, yeah, there's a lot of different ways, a lot of different calculations, equations that can get you that same end goal or that same number that symbolizes you reaching that big goal. So for example, we're gonna apply this to sports training, athletic performance, or optimal performance. And let's just say that the number 10 represents optimal performance for you. And let's say that's your goal. Throughout your whole athletic career or even in your life, you're trying to see how can you get that output of 10. Now, if you think about all of the possible ways that just off the top of your head that you can make that number 10, one plus nine, 10 divided by one, 12 minus two, five plus five, two times five. You know, there's so many different ways and that's just the simple answers, right? You could create an elaborate, super lengthy equation that still equals to 10. Now, the point here is that there are many, many, many ways to get that number 10. And who's to say there's a right way? Whenever we make things black and white, it doesn't always fit everyone's individual styles, individual strengths and weaknesses, right? For somebody, this might not be the best way or the right way for them. For other people, this might be the most effective and best way for them. So what I'm trying to say is that there is no one way to reach number 10. There is no one way to reach optimal peak performance. So what do we all have to figure out as we gain more experience, go through life? We have to figure out what is the best way for us to reach that goal, reach that number 10, our number 10. So there's only a couple things that I wanna to mention today. I wanna to keep it short and sweet. And it's just understanding that there's many different ways to reach that same number in this simplified equation formula. And the reason why I bring this up is working with a wide range of athletes, not only wide range in sports, but a wide range of activity levels, wide range of personality, drive, motivation, strengths and weaknesses. Everyone has a little different path to really, really optimizing their performance. And a lot of this gets more individualized or more complex, the higher levels of performance you're trying to achieve. And I think the best example that I can give, and this was just recent, right, this past year, but seeing the Dallas Mavericks win the NBA championship in the finals, and then after the series was over, it kind of went viral. All of the interviews that Jokic was doing, and you got to hear kind of his story, his mindset, and his perspective, and you see that it's very different from other people. What we typically view, right, in sports as being the most elite or being like a NBA Finals MVP is you think about the Michael Jordans, the Kobe Bryants, right? You think about kind of that personality, drive, work ethic, skill level, talent level, right? But Jokic is very, very different from that. And I think that shows you that to get to your peak performance and to compete and do well at the highest level, there's not only one way to do it. And yes, I know what people are gonna say. They're gonna argue that, well, maybe if Jokic looked at it or approached it a different way, maybe he could be better. Yeah, but maybe not, because maybe if he did it any other way, it would actually be negative or detrimental to his performance. You know, who knows? There's so many different factors to factor in. And same thing, if you look at someone like Michael Jordan, maybe if they did do it or approach it a different way, that would be detrimental for their performance too. And again, this is very subjective, I know, but the bottom line is that I think we often look at the way one person did it and we try to apply that strategy across the board when it may not actually be the most effective for everyone across the board. Things are not black and white when it comes to optimal performance. 
So for all of the athletes out there, think about it. And this goes beyond the basics. Like we already know if you focus on nutrition, if you do strength training and training outside of practice and sports, if you do other things like taking care of your mindset and all of those aspects, if you practice your sports skills in the right way, we're saying beyond that. Of course, everyone has to do some combination of that. And that's just the basic fundamental level. But within each of those aspects, there are little nuances, little fine details that you have to pay attention to. And that's what I'm kind of saying. That's the beauty of creating your own equation or finding your own path. Because just because one person did it one way and succeeded doesn't mean that that is going to be the only way for you to do it or practice it or approach certain things for you to make things work for you. So going back to that equation example, you can see to get the outcome of 10, that number that we want that represents optimal performance, there's a lot of simple ways to do it and there's a lot of complex ways to do it. But what we need to do is figure out what is going to be the best way for you. So simple meaning that you could just say, well, I'm just gonna do 10 plus zero, simple, right? But for someone that might be skipping a lot of steps, maybe they need a one plus one plus one plus one all the way till they get to 10 approach and that's gonna work best for them. Other people, maybe it's actually breaking it down further, spending more times in certain developmental phases, maybe having a different career path, right? For example, the one that comes to mind is think about people that maybe have a later growth spurt right? We've seen NBA players like that. There's been a lot of exposure with all of these documentaries and clips on social media and stuff like that. The one that comes to mind is if you watch The Last Dance, right? Someone like Scottie Pippen, they grew way later in their career. So that's something to add into that equation, right? If you have a later growth spurt or later strength development, then that means that maybe you had to spend a lot more time early on on the technical aspect, on the sports specific skills, on other things, right? versus those that were actually a good size and always above average throughout their younger years and childhood, right? Maybe they could have had an earlier start on the strength and conditioning aspect because they were more physically mature. That's just one small aspect, but you can see how people may need to spend more time in certain phases of their career, in certain aspects of their career, dealing with injuries, all of these little things. So there's no one way to get to that number 10, but there are going to be, some people have more of a simple straightforward path, other people have more of a complex roundabout path, but that doesn't mean that you can't find your 10 or your peak performance. Along with that equation too is, there's a component of efficiency, right? What are we trying to do? We're trying to get to this, this golden number of 10, but there's certain ways that might be more efficient and work better for you and other ways that don't work as well for you. And what I mean by that is, this is where, again, beyond the basics, you have to be doing the right things. You have to be giving your body the right stimuli, the right training strategies to actually improve. But beyond that, there's a lot of efficiency things. And this again goes to that main message of this episode is just because your friend did it or some professional athlete did it this way, it doesn't mean that that's going to be the best way for you. So for example, to jump higher. Let's take that example. Everyone wants to jump higher. Some people, it's purely, we need to develop strength. You need to put more force into the ground. You need to get stronger so that you can actually explode and jump with some power. 
Other people, it's like, you have a lot of strength. You just can't fire muscles as quickly as possible. You need to focus more on high speed, explosive velocity types of training, like plyometrics. But in order to reach your optimal peak jump, you don't necessarily need to always do plyometrics because for some people, that might actually be detrimental. And with science and research and the progression of strength and conditioning now, we know some of this is true. This could be applied to so many other things. Like let's say you're getting tired at the end of your basketball game or soccer game. Soccer is a good sport because it's a little bit more cardiovascularly intense, even though it's still intermittent type of activity. Let's say you're getting more tired. For some people, it might strictly be, we need to build your aerobic capacity. We need to get your cardiovascular system more in condition to withstand the end of the game. Where other people, maybe it's actually more of a fatigue thing. Maybe your legs start to give out on you. Maybe your legs are just not strong enough and in condition enough. It's not so much the cardiovascular side, it's more a leg strength side. And you can already see that's a completely different equation. If you just keep running and then trying to improve your VO2 max, and your VO2 max is already topped out and you're still getting tired, it might be some other influence that affects that fatigue or that kind of conditioning component at the end of the game. So what I'm trying to say is that efficiency in the equation, we need to understand what things do we need to get to that number 10 without wasting our energy, our time, our effort on things that might not be as crucial or important for us. We need to make sure that we're really focusing on the things that we need to work on to get to that optimal performance level. Along those lines, I want to just throw in this quote because it's something that I always think about and it's applied again to life and our bigger goals in life. But think about this. Oftentimes this is applied to like a longer time frame. I think the actual quote goes something like most people overestimate what they can achieve in a year, but underestimate what they can do in a decade. You could even take that and apply it to training. I would say most people overestimate what they can do in like a month and they underestimate what can be done in a year, especially when it comes to performance training. If we focus on the right things, there is going to be a point where typically results exponentially get better because as you start to build off of some of the fundamentals or what you worked on in the last phase, if that lines up with getting you to that goal as efficiently as possible, our results start to progress in a good rate, probably what we underestimate we can do in a longer period of time, like an off season, like a year. So that's the key message here is that you want to be doing the right things that fit your equation to get to number 10 or get to that optimal performance. And then I just wanna leave on what I started off with is that there are many, many individual paths to get to number 10 or to get to your peak performance. And I think the bottom line here is that I know everyone can fall into this trap. You see things on social media, you see people training certain ways, you see professional athletes or college athletes doing a certain thing. And then you just think because it worked for them, I'm gonna try to do the exact same thing that they did. But again, there's not just one path to get to 10. And I think this is where having professional expertise around you, looking at actual proven strategies, understanding how the field is progressing, understanding what you need specifically as well. All of these things need to be considered to make sure that you are finding your individual path to your optimal performance. And I'll mention it one last time, but think about the Jokic and the Jordan example, how very different their paths were. 
yet they still achieved what I would argue their optimal performance level. So that is all that I have. And just in summary, just the core underlying message of today's episode is that understanding and embracing that you have your own individual path to realize your true optimal performance. And especially if you've tried all of these different things that you've seen out there and maybe you didn't get the results that you thought you would or that were claimed by these people promoting these types of strategies or training methods, it probably just wasn't the best thing for you or the thing that you needed the most. So then use that data, use that information to think about what is it that you need. And again, I'm always gonna encourage everybody, that's where getting the help of someone that does performance training or has experience and expertise in this field, that can point you in the most effective and efficient direction so that you can realize and work towards your number 10 or your optimal performance. So keep all of that in mind. This is just more of a conceptual, my approach to how I deal with athletes, how I try to get them to improve and elevate their performance is to understand that there is no one way or one path that guarantees optimal performance. In fact, the higher levels that you go, this path gets a little bit more complex and trickier and you really need to understand that you are essentially trying to solve this equation or this formula to get to this optimal goal. And again, finding out what works best for the individual or you listing out there, finding out what works best for you, that is the key to your optimal performance. So before I sign off, I just encourage everyone listening out there to try to think about what areas you need, what works for you. And if you don't know, then go seek out a professional, go get some knowledge and find out how can I make my path the most efficient and effective way for me to really optimize my performance. And then when you do that, I think you'll start to see the progress and everything else will start to come together and you'll start to realize some of the goals that you set out for. And that's really what it's about for anybody out there if it's just to be healthy and happy and fit in life, or if it's to be competitive and play sports at the next level or the highest level, all of these things, they do make a difference. And just know that you can find your own individual path. Other than that, that is all that I have today. Be sure to check out all of my social media channels. Everything across the board is HNL Movement. Check out my website, hnlmovement.com, and my YouTube channel for more free content, video highlight clips of the guest interviews, and just keep tuning in to wrap up this year. There's a lot of great episodes coming up as well. If you're finding benefit or value from any of this content, be sure to share it with family, friends, coaches, teammates, anyone looking to improve their performance, and also give me some feedback. Feel free to tag me on social media, share some of the value that you're getting from it. And if you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to try to give some insight or also make more content around those questions as well. So that is it for today. I hope everyone has a great rest of your week. Keep this in mind, find your own individual path to your optimal performance and think about what types of things you can incorporate or tweak a little bit to really get you to reach your goals. I release episodes every Tuesday, so I will be back here same time, same place next week. Until then, have a great rest of your week, everyone. Aloha.